dozen roses, glass of wine, slippers and PJs, feeling fine. Advice is nice. It's advice by the fireplace. With Dan, Lila, Karen. CJLO. 1690 AM And welcome back to you Welcome back, you hear You hear now To advice by the fireplace It's Wednesday at 5pm Montreal time Is what they call it, around the globe Why does Greenwich get all the attention, hmm? That village ain't so hot, no more. Folk music? It's the way of the past. Us kids, we're into dubstep now. That's hot. That's a reference for today. And every time I reference dubstep today, I want you to clap your hands and shake your feet. I hope you're sitting. But this is the show. But this is the show. Where we answer advice questions sent in by our listeners. We got so many. Questions, that is. And listeners. You know what? I'm going to say we have a listener per question. And that is a one-to-one ratio. This is a math podcast, and that's our first lesson. Recess. Go run around with the ball. Hey, what? What's a ball degree? 360. By the way, I got a ball degree, but I can't talk about it on the radio. It's useful when I travel down south. Speaking of travel, I'm Dan Lila. Karen. And we've had two weeks off. It's been two weeks since I've done the cast radio show. For those listening live. And for those ladies who are bare naked, put some clothes on. It's February. Unless you're by a fire. In which case, put some clothes on. It's dangerous. Embers might fly. Burn that skin. Burn that upright base. That is so synonymous with those bare naked ladies. I was on vacation recently. That's right. I took a little trip. Down south. <laughs> Literally. I went to a beautiful country, Mexico. I was on the beach. I was sipping pina coladas straight from the sand. You dig and dig. And then, oh, here's one. Love that pineapple taste. In fact, I'm so... I, I'm, I'm used to being on the beach. You know what? Let me, uh... Let me switch out my music here. Make me a little more comfortable, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. Hear those waves. And those birds takes me back to my vacay. When I was vacated from my apartment, I just sat on the road. And I heard birds and running water. I was near a sewage plant. It wasn't a beach. All right, I don't... Give me, give me back that piano. I'm not in Mexico. Hey, Dorothy, we're not in Mexico anymore. We're in Montreal, Quebec, Canada. Wednesday, 5-something p.m. 20.55. Cars are flying above the skies. A man named... uh, I don't know his name yet. I can't predict the future in that way. But I do know that we all have a chip in our head. With a different flavor. Mine's barbecue. 
Yours might be salt and vinegar, it might be computer. But either way, tech is the way of the future. And by tech, I think you know what I mean. Techno. I mean dubstep. Hey, I said it. Skrillex? He'll be the guest. No, we do have a wonderful guest tonight. And I say tonight because the sun is going down. But not yet. For the sun or the guest. Not yet. I've been gone for two weeks. A lot has happened in the news, in the world. How about those balloons, huh? God. What is up with all those UFOs? Summer balloons. Some? Summer balloons. Winter balloons. I don't know what they are. But boy, there's been a lot of them. And it makes me remember, honestly. I, it takes me back to when I was a kid. I remember this happening when I was a boy. All these UFOs, all these, all these balloons in the sky. I remember this happening once. I think Clinton was in office. That... That lip-biting, saxophone-playing scumbag. No, hey, look. We're not political here on the show. Gotta turn down my piano. He did play a... He did play a mean sax. But anyway, enough about Clinton. I remember this memory when I was a boy and these balloons were flying. When I was in a little toy shop. I bought a big bag of balloons with the money I got. This is a memory. I set them free at the break of dawn till one by one <laughs> these balloons were gone. Now back at base, bugs in the software flash the message something's out there. Now, I vaguely remember floating in the summer sky 99 red balloons go by. Okay, no, no, no. This isn't... Oh, hmm. Okay, that's not my actual memory. That is just... I'm remembering the lyrics to Nina's 99 red luft balloons. Right, that didn't actually happen to me. I mean, the song happened to me. I heard it. I'm hearing it now in my mind. And now I'm doing it out loud. What a bass line. That's my musical baseline. Music 101, Nina. Number two, scales and notes. By the way, scales are very important. You gotta, you gotta weigh a certain amount if you wanna be a musician. Get on that scale. How much? You're good. Who, toot that horn. Ah, ah, ah. Don't you dingle those keys. <laughs> Till you gain a couple pounds. Now you'll notice by my use of dingle those keys that I know music. I taught at Juilliard, which is next door to Parvard. Um, I taught there for a long time. I got 11 year which is one better than tenure. But unfortunately, these schools were shut down uh, after data came out that there was more rats in the building than students. And yeah, I do mean informants. Don't you tell the cops what I'm doing in the class. That's a sacred bond. Just like Barry. He's a sacred bond. All those home runs he hit? Sure he was juicing. Everyone's juicing. They can hit those home runs? I don't think so. You're a sacred bond, Barry. And Barry Bostwick, too, from Spin City. I'd like to see him hit those homers. <laughs> Just like Marge. She hit those homers sometimes. If he talked back to her. I'm back. <laughs> this is what it feels like to be on the radio. 
I'm very excited to bring on our guest in a minute. We got some we got some advice questions sent in by you, our listeners. And we're going to get to those in a minute. We're going to call him. I feel like my voice is extra low and weird today. Or maybe low and good. <clears throat> I did do some karaoke last night. Ooh, there's a hit. Smash Mouth, Walking on the Sun. Everybody said, ooh, I forgot about this one. I said, yeah. We all did. Hey now, it's better than All Star. Go sing. I know I skipped a line from All Star, but still. Might as well do parody you like. God, somebody get weird get somebody get weird Al on the phone. I bet his phone is so weird. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. Somebody call Weird Al. It's like a Garfield phone or like a hamburger phone. Oh my god. I can't even imagine. Honestly, I can't even imagine how weird Weird Al's phone is. <laughs> I bet it's not even a real... I bet it... Lo- I bet... You know what? I bet it looks like a iron or something. Imagine his home phone. You go, oh, wait, wait, wait. honey, where's the phone? Oh, uh... <laughs> Pick up that toaster over there. That's what this guy. Nothing of his is right. His lyrics, his hair, his Hawaiian shirts, or any of his appliances at home. And that's why we love him. And that's why we have loved him for 35 years. And we're going to get Weird Al on the show eventually. I'm too straight and narrow. I gotta get I gotta I gotta get zanier before we can get somebody like Weird Al. You know, I have an arrow, but it's not through my head. It's in a glass case at home. To signify the first vampire I killed. Yes. For those asking, it was a steak arrow. <laughs> it went right through the heart. I pulled it out, and I pulled it off. But I retired. I said, Van Helsing, I'll leave the vampire killing to you, okay? <laughs> and he said, we need you. I said, I know. But I got a radio show to do on CJLO 1690 AM. AM! Advice by the fireplace. We're going to go to a break, and we're going to be back with a very special guest to answer some advice questions, and you know what? To have a blast. So let's hear those and add for another wonderful show here at CJLO for something happening in the city of Montreal. This is good stuff. You're going to want to pay attention. So here we go. Let's listen to an ad and we'll be right back with Advice by the Fireplace. Listen to Fatal Attraction, CJLO's most mysterious surreal comedy talk show every Friday at 2 a.m. That's right, I'm officially a vampire. Tune in to hear me play music by queer artists of color, talk about self-care and feelings, and sometimes interview really cool people. So that's Fatal Attraction on CJLO 1690 AM. You should really listen to it. (laughs) Join Cinema Politica for our winter, spring, 2023 projection series at Concordia University. Cinema Politica presents a new social contract, a series of films that visit the importance of bottom-up social action, working to challenge a conservative rejection of social progress, looking at movements challenging capitalism, systemic racism, heteropatriarchy, colonialism, ableism, and lifting up the voices of artists on the front lines, creating a difference. That's every Monday at 7 p.m. in Concordia University's Hall Building, 1455 de Maisonneuve West in Montreal, H110, info cinemapolitica.org. This screening series is a CJLO 1690 AM co-presentation. Hey, it's Alicia Clara. You're listening to CJLO 1690 AM. 
60 JLO. 6090. We're back with more advice by the fireplace, but I'm not alone. No, I'm not alone. I have a very special guest, a very funny comedian, a wonderful man. Please welcome to the show, Mr. Jeffrey Weinstein. Jeffrey, how are you? I'm great. Thank you very much for such a, a warm, complimentary uh, introduction. Oh, you deserve it, Jeffrey. You deserve all the compliments. I've, I've always found you to be a very well-smelling man. How do you feel about that? You smell great. Okay. Well, I try. <laughs> Good. So how you doing? How you been? Uh, how's life these days? It's uh, pretty good. Um, I'm very busy. I'm in the middle of move of relocating, moving to a new apartment with my partner. And so it's exciting. We're excited about the change. We're excited about the new location. Mm. Yeah. And, how far along? Uh, you're, you're living in yeah. boxes right now? Yeah. Sorry? I said you're living in boxes right now. How far along are you in the move? Well, we pretty much packed up almost everything, just about 80 to 90% of what we need to pack up. So, yeah. That's always the most exciting part. You get to find a, you find all the things that were hidden behind a, a giant bookcase or something. It's always so fun. Yeah. Something in the back of the bookcase. You go, where, where, where? This should have been yeah. in front. Well, that's very exciting. Yeah. Are you keeping warm these days? I know it's freezing outside. Well, it's actually not so bad, but uh, how are you surviving this winter? Oh, pretty well, pretty well. Uh, yeah, I was, I was sick a few weeks ago, five or six weeks ago or so, but I bounced back. Oh, yes. Glad to hear. I, I'm, I'm in full, full health, and... Um, yeah, yeah, I think, I think it really strengthened me. It was good. It was a good cleansing. Yeah. Beautiful. Jeffrey, look, I'm sorry. I love small talking with you, but before we get to these, I got I got advice questions. You know, people call in. This is an advice show. They write in. They need our help. So let me ask, before we get into these, how comfortable are you giving advice? Do you find yourself giving out advice in your life? I have given out advice uh, many times uh, in the last several years, in fact, because uh, I, I, um, I do a lot of uh, mentoring, uh, and I've done a lot of mentoring with uh, young people, so, yeah. Oh, so this is your bread and butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, these letters are coming in from very old people, so uh, you're a little out of your depth, but we'll see how you handle this. No, I'm yeah. kidding. I'm kidding, of course. I don't know the ages of these people. Um, well, great. If, do you have any advice for me before you get started? I always ask, look, I'm, I don't claim to be, uh, you know, uh, Einstein here, but I know a thing or two about a thing or two. Is there anything you'd like to know from me? <laughs> <laughs> no? All right, speechless. I understand. Most guests mm. don't need a thing from me, unfortunately. <laughs> mm. That's why I have them on. Self-sufficient. Mm. Mm. All right, so let's get into the questions. I have a question here. Uh, are you ready to hear an advice question? This is a real question. <laughs> this is from a real listener. Uh, this is coming in from Eastley Snipes, uh, all the way from Husband, Maryland. And Eastley... <clears throat> says this. You ready? Yeah. Dear advice by the fireplace. My wife is an admitted neat freak. Our children and I try our best to keep things tidy to her standards, but inevitably we fall short. She reacts by saying, why doesn't anyone care? But we absolutely care, and her remarks are hurtful as she rarely acknowledges a job well done. How can I help her understand how hard we're all trying and how upsetting her statement is. Love, Eastley Snipes, from Husband, Maryland. Wow. That's an interesting one. We're starting strong here. Okay. Um, <laughs> Initial uh, thoughts. It, I think, well, it sounds like she's a neat freak. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, you know, it's because she's, um, like, 
very uh, hard on herself that everything has to be so perfect and in order mm. so she has that expectation of everybody else so she has to understand that not everybody can um, meet up to her standards um, of, of perfection you're absolutely right I think you're uh, I think you're on to something there yeah this person first and foremost is hard on themselves and then it manifests in all of her loved ones yeah so she expects um that everybody in her family would uh, also share the same um uh like um attention to neatness and standing of perfection that that she has which is an insecurity on her part because in her own eyes she feels that she can never be good enough for her own liking mm. but what about the lashing out she says why doesn't anyone care she's angry she has venom in her eyes i'm sure yeah, well, that's a reaction that um nobody's enabling her nobody is supporting her in her neatness and it makes her feel alone in a respect but um she expects to she needs and expects that she'll be enabled in this obsession with perfection and total neatness when it's they can't they just cannot they, they cannot change then to her will and you know so she has to understand like you know accept be more accepting of yourself mm. than you can be more accepting of others um, how about this as a suggestion? No cleaning for a week. Let's all live dirty. Let's let the dishes pile up as a fun little experiment. You know, let's sit in our filth. <laughs> let's try it out. How do, would you think she would take well to that? dream because uh, it, it would backfire and it would be detrimental to everybody and mm. the whole family because uh, someone is bound to get sick because if you don't clean and your dishes, bacteria shows up in areas where you may least expect, and somebody, somebody's going to get sick. So that is like um, really, in a way, shooting yourself in the foot. Yeah, yeah. So, Which yeah. is also another good way to get sick, honestly. If you shoot yourself in the foot, that's an yeah. infection. That's a good way yeah. to get sick. Yeah. Yeah. Well... What about the fact that she never acknowledges a job well done? Maybe they do clean the house. They spend all day, this guy. And then she comes home, and she's not focused on the 99% of the house that's clean. She's focused on the 1% scratch. She's focused on that little patch of dirt right there in the middle of the floor. How can we get her to focus on the more positive? I mean, it's a hard... It's a look. You got to rewire somebody's brain, maybe, but... Do you say, hey, next time, uh, if you're the husband, do you say, hey, next time, maybe I need a little bit more compliments? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. To just be, uh, look more at the positive things. Um, yeah, I'll try harder to clean, but you try harder not to be mean. Just to be more. That's a good rhyme. The attitude has to be to look more on the positive side yep. and not focus and bring attention to to a negative point, to a negative side. So, yeah. Well, I think... Oop, I hit the microphone. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Let me ask you, are you a clean freak? How, do, you clean, do you keep a clean house? I, I clean. I'm not, I'm not a neat freak. I'm not that meticulous. I'm mm. cleaning... This, this is this is a point of contention between my uh, me and my partner. Oh, uh oh. I, I'm not. I'm uh, cleaning is not one of my strongest points. I'm not that like that great at at cleaning to you know, hundred mm. percent. Um, so and I, I should be I should really be more attentive. Well. Um, to um, keep it, keeping everything uh, everything clean, it may not always be spotless, mm. but um, uh, 
cleaning was was never one of my strong points. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I've got. I can say I've. I used to be, and I'll say it, a pig. I used to be a dirty pig, but now I've gotten better and better at cleaning, and now I'm hoping that in the future, I'll be. Uh, I'll be Mr. Clean. And my bald head, I'm already halfway there. I just got to get some muscles and smell like lemon. All right, I think that I think I think we got that, uh, Eastley Snipes. I think we covered it. I hope you uh, and your wife figure something out. Uh, we got another letter here. How about I share uh, one more letter? Yes. And this is gonna this is a good one. This is gonna be a good one. This is coming uh, all the way from New Jersey, Spain, and it's written by Miss Roseanne Pub. And Roseanne says this. Are you ready to hear what Roseanne Pub has to say? Yes, go ahead. Yeah. I just got. I got to always make sure I need consent at every. <laughs> all right, dear advice by the fireplace. I am part of a longtime foursome of friends. My fiance two close friends of ours and me. For months, we have discussed having our wedding in the lovely backyard of one of the friends. We even asked him to officiate. Recently, this became a big problem for our other friend. She has had unexpressed romantic feelings for the wedding officiant for years and confronted him after he started seeing someone else. The conversation went poorly and she has now decided she never wants to see him again. We asked her if she could put aside her feelings for the wedding, but she refused. What do we do now? Ask her to reconsider? It would mean so much to me to have both of them there. Love, Roseanne Barr, from New Jersey, Spain, uh, wherever I said. <laughs> okay, but, okay, this sounds like it's a jealousy issue. This is uh, a scorned, somebody who is scorned potentially feeling embarrassed always had this feelings for this friend the friend is seeing somebody else and now she sounds like she doesn't want to go to this wedding because the friend is going to be a star by which i mean the officiant okay so it seems okay it sounds like she's an attention freak Oh, we've had a clean freak and now an attention freak. Look at all these freaks writing in. I like this. <laughs> yeah, because this, this friend who is going to be officiating the wedding is that she feels insecure that this friend is going to be like like a hero, like a big star and get all the attention and where she is not going to like the spotlight will be off of her and onto this other friend. Mm. So that's what she is um, kind of hurt. And I think it's that her ego is hurt. Yeah. And uh, to save her friendship, she's going to have to put her ego feelings aside and just excuse, the, you know, whatever, just dismiss yeah. whatever she feels, whatever her own personal ego issues to support this friend to uh, be a good friend to this friend and support and celebrate with this friend yeah jeffrey i couldn't have said it better myself put the ego aside that's exactly it this isn't about you this is about yeah. your two friends getting married yeah the the ancient bonds of marriage and now you yeah. go you know what here's my little suggestion you sound like, you know, I don't know, of course, uh, your situation, what you look like, what you sound like, anything like that. But you get yourself a hunk. You go out there. You get the hottest hunk you could find. You bring them as your date to this wedding. And you dance the tw you dance Chubby Checkers the twist and the Isley Brothers uh, shout. And you have a good time. And you, you forget about this hurt that you feel just for one night. Hopefully there's an open bar. You have a blast. You say, you know what? There's <laughs> plenty of uh, offici officiants in the sea. There you go. There, you go. my hands are up, by the way, because of how how well that worked. Out. What do you think about that? Go to the wedding. I say first and foremost, no matter how you do it, go to the wedding. Support your two friends. Yeah. Yeah. Just and also to show to, also to sort of take the high road, you know, 
Pirate. Show up high. Absolutely. Show that you're you're a big person. That oh, um, you you are um, um, like put, put your own personal feelings yeah. aside, and uh, you you you're thinking of somebody else. You're you're giving. You're making somebody else happy and supporting them and celebrating. So, and celebrating their yeah. their occasion. So, and you know what? Just to get on her side for a minute, I understand being bummed out. You know, this is a group of four friends. Two of them are getting married. Maybe the dream, of course, is oh, now the other two, me and this other friend, and then it's this perfect two and two friend couple. It's like the show Friends, you know. But sometimes yeah. it doesn't work out like that. And maybe you got to bring a fifth friend in this new guy's girlfriend you know what i mean be open yeah be like a convenience store open yeah. unless you're you know a lot of them close at 11 but still well do you have any advice for i mean aside from yeah put your ego aside how do you get over how do you get over a rejection i'm sure look you and i we're we're you know look we've lived lives we've had rejection in our lives how did you get over it well, maybe rejection is not always really a rejection. It's, mm. it's a disappointment mm. because there was an inflated expectation of someone giving you something or something you're getting, getting something from someone or make someone making something happen for you in your life or being accepted for something for someone. And it's just that you took it personally. So you feel hurt and rejected yeah. because you took it too much in a personal way it's just that maybe like it's like the person decided to not didn't want to hurt you but did something that they felt was better for them yeah. at that time and then the, your time will come when you will have the, the opportunity to to shine and more and and the spotlight will be on you so Jeffrey, you're, you're, you're wise beyond your years. I think you're absolutely right. And I just want to say this lady did, she's acting like her real Michael Jordan. She's taking it personal. Um, that's a little joke for fans of The Last Dance, one of my favorite basketball documentaries, of which there are a few. <sighs> Jeffrey, I think we're running out of time here. Um, I think we've helped these two people. Uh, I want, uh, is there anything to add? Look, neat freak, control freak, freak out. Le Freak Say Chic, <laughs> as, as that song from the 80s once said. Uh, I'm losing my mind here, Jeffrey. Thank you so much for being here. Let me ask you something. How do people see you, our listeners, of which there are, I'll say dozens, um, how can they find you if they want to see you in person performing comedy, if they want to catch you online? Where can people find you? Um... Okay, well... Unless you don't want them to find you. <laughs> well, there's my, my Instagram or Facebook uh, profile, but I, but I don't post too much to to Instagram and, and Facebook. You're not a grammar? I'll, I'll post, mm. but, I mean, I'm going to be... Um, if I go on uh, Comedians of Montreal Facebook page, I'll find out the shows, and it was, and I'll post I'll post shows on on my Facebook page. Yep. Um, I'll I'll post the shows that I'm going to be in. And the next show uh, in Montreal I'm going to be in is um, at uh, Hurley's Pub on Crescent Street, March the sixth. All time is eight o'clock, and then a week later, March. 13th, I'll be appearing at McKibben's Pub, also Showtime, also uh, is uh, 8 o'clock. Beautiful. These are some of the best shows in the city. Vance, yeah. who hosts the the McKibben's? That's Vance still Ben. Michelle. Is Ben? Yeah, Vance is, Michelle and Zach Kick. Yeah. Uh, McKibben's Pub is uh, Ben Cardilli. Yes, he's back. Beautiful. Uh, well, the hilarious Ben Cardilli. <laughs> well, that's incredible. Thing. Go yeah. see Jeffrey live. You're not on TikTok. You're not on Twitter. Um, You'd be great on Twitter. No, I don't. Uh, well, I have I have Twitter accounts, but I don't I don't use Twitter really that much. So yeah, now that that maniac owns it. No, look, I don't want to get political here. I don't want to get political. Uh, Jeffrey, thank you so much for being here. I got to let you go. But uh, you've been a treat. Thank you so much for answering my questions, putting up with my nonsense. Uh, th uh, just thank you. Thank you for being here. 
Okay. Th- thank you for having me on. Yeah. Have a wonderful night. Take care. Good yeah. luck with the move. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. And uh, if you want to give something away, I'm always looking for furniture. <laughs> All right. We'll be in touch. <laughs> All right. Bye bye. That was Jeffrey Weinstein uh, in the middle of a tornado, I think. <laughs> he called in uh, on his jog. No, look, I'm razzing him. I'm razzing a friend. Um, we're so happy to have him. Jeffrey Weinstein. Go see him. Go to World's Smallest. Go to go, go to school. Learn about how to be an audience member. Oh, my computer's acting up here. Oh, this is very exciting. We're going to go to a break in just a minute. Just one minute. And um, when we come back, it's just me. No. No, we got another guest. We have another incredible guest who's going to... It's just a little... You know what it is? I'm calling it featuring... This episode is with Jeffrey Weinstein, but it's featuring a very special guest who's going to come in in a minute. Or, you know, a few minutes. So let's hear an ad. Let's hear a break. Another fine commercial for a wonderful show here at CJLO 1690. I hope you listen to every show. I will permit you to not listen to the playlists. If you must. I want you to. Hey, I want you to. But if you don't, fine. But you start every, you turn on CJLO at 01 on every hour to make sure there's a show. And if there is, you listen to it. Including this one. An ad for this one that I'm about to play. So let's hear it. And let's hear it for the boys. No, let's just hear the ad. And then a bunch of other stuff. You get it. We'll be right back with a little bit more Advice by the Fireplace on CJLO 1690 AM. Do you want to have a discussion about movies? I'm going to make them an offer he can't refuse. And have the iconic sounds of cinema? Well, tune in to At the Movies with iconic sounds every Tuesday from 8 to 9 AM. Only on CJLO 1690 AM in Montreal with your hosts, Remy. And Danny. Leave the gun. Hey, this is Magi Merlin. You're listening to CJLO 1690 AM. Introducing the latest album from Roberto Lopez, Ritual, adding jazz, funk, and electronic music. Ritual is a meditation on cumbia and Latin soul with fuzzed out psychedelic guitars, rich vocals, and powerful drumming. Ritual by Roberto Lopez, available on all streaming platforms. CJ Hello, 1690. We're back with a little bit more advice by the fireplace. I'm your host, Dan Lila. It's 541 on the hour. We're going to hear from our traffic copter in just a minute. That's a velociraptor who is in traffic traffic copter sort of that makes sense like a car dinosaur we're gonna hear from him oh turn hey piano player would you turn it down thank you we got we got him back live in the studio dennis how you doing dennis don't wave you gotta play he's right next to the fire he's sweating bullets He's also wearing a gun suit, so... Of course he's sweating bullets. You get it. Which is... I don't like that that's my new catchphrase. You get it. I think it's just proof that I'm lazy. <laughs> and I don't make the proper connections. I leave that to you. My loyal listeners. 
here at Loyola campus. Concordia. CJ Low, 1690 AM. We got a, we got a, we got a packed show in the, in the next little bit. So I'm going to do my thank yous right here, right now. Right here, right now. Here is my thank yous I'm about to do. <clears throat> Excuse me. Don't know where that came from. Sometimes I just got to croon a tune. <laughs> There's a song in my heart. Not anymore. I sang it. I sang it out. So there won't be another one for another <laughs> 23 hours. It's like Wordle. I want to say thank you to the staff here at CJ Lowe for letting me be here. For letting me have keys and wander around the building. And I say, what's this? I'm like Jack Skellington, exploring the land of Christmas. And I'm making everything worse after I walk into it. A room stinks when I leave. Why? Well, I leave a fish. I leave a smelly fish. Two fat snappers. Everywhere I go, lay one down here. Lay one down. I'm like a fish supervillain. That's my calling card. Also, I put a cell phone in the fish. In case you want to... If the fish is literally your calling card. Maybe I should have put a calling card in there instead of a phone. But I'm an A to C supervillain. And by C, I mean S-E-A, because of all the fish. <sighs> Thank you to Corey Gandal for his theme music that I play each and every week, and it's some of the best music I hear. I put on the radio, I'm like, oh, what is this, Dua Lipa? Oh, great, Harry Styles has another banger, and I say banger sarcastically. And then I hear this theme song, and I think, it can't be topped. Sorry, Grammys. I think I know the award for best song of like two years ago, but nothing's beaten it. The Advice by the Fireplace theme by Corey Gandal. So thank you for it. And Stephen King, thank you for it. What a novel. Spooked me. Spooked me good. Speaking of spooked me good. Mm, I don't know, actually. Forget that. Thank you to you, the listeners, for listening, for doing what you do. <laughs> if you were listeners and you weren't listening, well, that would bring a tear to my eye. Thank you for listening each and every week, except for last week and two weeks ago. But there's going to be another episode next week, and the week after, and the week after. And then I'm going on another vacation. Woohoo! No, maybe not. Unless I win that sweepstakes. Which is uh, only for custodians. You gotta sweep, and then the stakes are higher and higher each day. And then eventually you sweep a golden ticket. And you look in your dustpan and you say, I did it, Charlie. And you run through the town. That's what I'll do. Oh, me? That's what I'll do. Where's Aldo? <laughs> Which is that book where you have to find that guy named Aldo. And he's wearing such goofy clothes. Big ears, buck teeth, he says, yuck. His clothes are goofy. Aldo. <laughs> Aldo, I said. Oh boy, okay. And those are the thank yous. But you know what I want to do right now? I want to see if I can make a call. I want to see if somebody's available for a little plug. And I want to see if I can make a call right now. So let's pick up the phone. Hold on, let me, let me adjust my mic. Oh my god, the whole thing came off. I adjusted it too well. Hold on. I'm back. Whoa. <laughs> so far, this is scary. This is like a fifth of the Spice Girls. Scary. But we're going to see if we can make an, another fifth of the Spice Girls. Uh, posh, I guess? Okay, let's 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 phone a friend. Let's do like Regis would do and phone a friend. 
I'm dialing right now. I'm still dialing. There's more numbers. Let's see if he's here. Let's see if he's on the line. Did I just hang up on him? Maybe I did. Hello? You heard the ringing, though. Maybe he'll call back. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, I think I hung up on him. <sighs> okay, let's try it again. Look, there's no I in idiot. Oh, no, there's two. And I'm t two times the idiot of a normal person. I get it. I get it. But we'll figure it out. Oh, and he just wrote me. He thinks he hung up by accident. No, 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 no. That's very sweet. Um, let's see. Let's see if I could message him to call this number. And I haven't said who it is yet, so this is all very exciting. Uh, I'm going to say, no, it was for sure me. Can you call that number? And this is how we do live radio. This is showbiz, you know? Um... This is like when, this is like when Warren Beatty answered, got the wrong envelope at the Oscars, and he showed Faye Dunaway as if to say, what do we do? And she just belted out whatever that thing said, and you could see it in his eyes. He was like, oh, no, 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 you don't get it, Faye. And then everybody from La La Land came up, <laughs> and we all know the rest. It won Best Picture and nothing happened. <laughs> nothing out of the... Oh my god, we're getting it. We're getting it. Let's see if this works. Hello? Hello? Hello, my friend. Daniel, how's it going? Folks, please welcome to the show. Friend of the show, comedian, writer, producer, Nazir Khan. Hello, Nazir. How's it going? Not bad. That was definitely me, by the way. I hung up on you. Don't you dare take... Uh... <laughs> that was definitely my fault. Okay. <laughs> how, you, how you doing, uh, pal? Yeah, reaching out. Um, how you been? Not bad at all. We just had a wonderful guest uh, huffing and puffing on the phone. It's nice to have a nice, clear connection. Nice. Is my connection okay? It's fantastic. Oh, my God. Right. You sound great. Nice. Uh, have you been? How you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm uh, just chilling at home. I think the past week I was feeling under the weather, but I feel pretty good now. So mm. ready to get back out there and, uh, I don't know, try some jokes out, you know? Well, speaking of get back out there and try some jokes out, you know, you have a very exciting show that I want my listeners to go to. Could you talk about it? Yeah, sure. So anybody who's in the West Island area or not even the West Island, you know, we let people from LaBan come in. It's nice of you. People from who think they're from the West Island, AKA Boudreaux, Hudson, uh, et cetera. Spat on the floor, but I don't want to be negative. Of course, everyone's accepted. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's accepted. It's the show we're producing in the West Island. It's called, uh, the West Island comedy night. Came yeah. up with that name myself. I'm pretty right. proud of it. That's incredible stuff. Yeah, and we had a focus group and everything. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's happening this Saturday at a, a microbrewery, La Brasse. You can look it up online. Mm. It's in Point Claire. Uh, this is our third show. We've sold out every single one. Whoa. We're looking to sell out this one, and we're selling tickets online. You can uh, look us up. Look up the, the brewery. Look us up on Instagram. It's West Island Comedy Night on Instagram. West Island Comedy Night on Instagram. Yep, and same thing on Facebook, and uh, all the links are going to be up there. Beautiful. And uh, let me ask, who's on this puppy? Can you can you spoil uh, an act or two? Yeah, we we've got the legendary Walter Ling Jr. Whoa, Walter Ling Jr. Wait, is he a junior? I think I. I, I, I know, I but I like that. <laughs> I like that I you added that. Now. I guess he is now. Uh, we got Jason Selin on oh my the show. God. We got Tim Kraft on the show. Tim Kraft. Ibrahim. We have Abby Stonehouse oh my from God. the House of Stone podcast. Oh I'm salivating at the mouth because of all the talent, not anything. Yeah, we've got salacious. a bunch of bunch of great local acts, and um, we were lucky enough the past couple of shows. Uh, the day of, we had a couple people from. Uh, 
who have TV credits, honestly, mm-hmm. who are not from Montreal. People who've been on JFL and CTV and CBC yep. drop in for a spot. So that was exciting. And I was told through the bar that the same thing might happen this time. Whoa. Uh, I can't confirm or deny that. Um, but yeah, there might be a couple of surprise guests popping by oh as well. My God. This is not exciting. Confirmed, so it's not set in stone, but yeah. Drop ins are welcome. You, okay. our listeners, are welcome. What day of the week is this again? It's on Saturday, February 25th. Saturday, February 25th. So if you're listening live this Saturday, radio listeners, go to the show, baby. West Island Comedy Show, right? Comedy Night. Night. That's what I'm, yes, Comedy Night. Because it's not a show, it's an entire night. It's more than a show. Hey, baby. Also, I got to mention the tickets are 10 bucks. That's, and that's with your ticket purchase, you get a free beer. It's a microbrewery with oh all God. sorts of great beers there. So you're pretty much getting to watch a free comedy show, essentially. Yeah. There's no reason not to. Nazir, I'm uh, I'm going to try to make it out. My Saturday nights are painfully free. So well, look, I'll take a bus. We're going to drag you out one of these nights eventually anyway. So come out, come out this Saturday, and if you can't, you'll for sure be on very soon. Folks, oh my God, Nazir Khan, one of the best in the biz. You're gonna be back. You're, uh, you know what? I like this little. I'm gonna call you every few weeks just for a few minutes to catch up on what you're doing. Amazing. You're, you're an official friend of the show. I'm waiting. Okay. Well. Okay. Fine. I'll do it. <laughs> Nazir, thank you so much. Uh, I gotta let you go. I'm so sorry, but have a wonderful night. Take it easy, Dan. I'll see and, you around. Yeah. You. Can, I hope this show does gangbusters, baby. That's what I love. Okay, take care, man. Later. That was a special guest appearance from Nazir Khan. And folks, this is the end of the show. I'm going to end this show a little early because of, um, if I'm honest, some sad news. Look, one of my favorite musicians of all time, the first concert I ever went to was the hip-hop group De La Soul. And I've seen them two other times since. Love them. Love their music. Grew up listening to them. One of the members of De La Soul has passed away. True Goy the Dove. Plug 2. One of my favorites. One of my heroes. So it hit me. Oh, this is a radio show. I should play music on the radio. So we're going to be back with more CJ Lowe 1690 Advice by the Fireplace next week at 5 p.m. We'll see you next week with a brand new guest. And until then, hey, R.I.P. De La Soul, we love you. Uh, let's listen to the song, and uh, we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Caring is sharing Your heart's desires In conversations by the fire With Delilah Karen We'll see you next time